America saved Irish music, so we have Irish American music for St. Patrick's Day today on the Pub Songs Podcast. It's time for the Pub Songs Podcast, Celtic and geek music and news from Mark Gunn, the Celt Father, reimagining pub life at pubsong.net. Grab a pint, slancha. Welcome to the Pub Songs Podcast, the virtual public house for Celts and geeks to share music and celebrate our differences. We're making the world a happier place through conversation, education, and kindness. If you have comments and want to chat in the pub, email me. Use hashtag pub songs when talking about this show. All right, we are back with another special episode of the podcast. And, and what I mean by that is that you're going to hear the entire album that I released a few years back called How America Saved Irish Music. I released it with my good friend, Jamie Hauser, and I'm excited to share this album for St. Patrick's Day. So the first half of the show, I'm just going to play the album from start to finish. You can just in- sit back and enjoy the music. Uh, then we're going to have a little, take a little break, chat a little bit before we head into some commentary about the album, the behind the scenes commentary of how this album came to be. Then we'll finish off with a little bit of news and some music by uh, the Selkie Girls will be joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you're ready to listen. Let's kick it off. Here's How America Saved Irish Music. Oh, storm a when you're far away From the home that you'll soon be leaving It's many a time by night and by day When your heart will be sorely grieving The stranger's land may be bright and fair Rich in its treasures, golden, but you'll pine, I know, for long ago, and the one that is never golden. Oh, storm a in the stranger's land, there is plenty of wealth and wailing, while gems adorn the great and the grand, there are faces with hunger. Pembridge Town in the county heat 
down one morning last July. Down a pouring green came sweet Holly, and she smiled as she passed me by. Well, she looked so sweet from her two bare feet, the sheen of her nut-brown hair. Such a coaxing elf, sure I shook myself to make sure I was really there. From Street Bay up to Daddy K, and from Broadway to Dublin town. No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that a man could count it out. As she onward sped, sure I shook my head and they looked with the feeling rare. Says I to a pastor of Iris, the maid with the nut brown hair. Well, he smiled at me and with pride says he, at the gem of old Ireland's crown. She's young, Rosie McCann, from the banks of the Banshee, the star of the county down. From Pantry Bay up to Derry and from Galway to Dublin town. Oh, maid, I've seen like sweet Colleen.
sons are called when slaves they cannot spare When earth and water must be moved to make the rich men share From lake to river to move the goods to make the rich men more Down we fall time and again with none to hear our prayer Time to rule those who rule us We'll fight to overcome the loss Of mountains of Ireland's best We will be known as men who die We'll live to make our mark The men of New Mason can now Known as New Orleans' own
I saw the wolf, the fox, and the hare. I saw the wolf and the fox dancing. I saw the wolf, the fox, and the hare. I saw the wolf and the fox dancing. All three circled around the tree. I saw the wolf, the fox, and the hare. All three circled around the tree. Circled around the sprouting Queen of the land, 
judge and jury next morning For trial I had to appear And the judge, she said, my young fellow The case against you is quite clear Well, seven long years is your sentence You're going to Van Diemen's land Far away from your friends and relations To follow the black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band So come all you jolly young fellows I'll have you take warning by me If you're ever out on the liquor, me boys Beware the pretty Colleen or she'll fill you with whiskey and porter Until you're not able to stand And the very next thing that you'll know, me lads Is you landed in Van Diemen's land Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond You think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band Tied up the black velvet band
were not the strains of his old withered hand or remember these fingers they once could move sharply to raise up the memory of his dear native land as i walked out in the streets of laredo as i walked out in laredo one day i spied a young cowboy wrapped up in white Slowly and play the fife lowly Play the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die To honor the name of the bard of our mom At a fair or a wake I could twist me shillelagh Trip through a jig with me brogues bound with straw And all the pretty colleens around me assembled La Philum Brady, the bard of our law T'was once in the saddle I used to go dashing Once in the saddle I used to go gay First to the card house and then to the tram house Shot in the chest and I'm dying today Oh, be Drum slowly and play the fife lowly Play the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die honor the name of the bard of our mom And when Sergeant Death with his cold arms embraced me Lull me to sleep with sweet Erin go bra by the side of my Kathleen, my young wife will place me. Forget Philip Brady, the bard of our mom. Go fetch me some water, a cool drink of water. To cool my parched lips, the cowboy then said, Before I returned, his spirit had left him. Gone to his maker, the cowboy was dead. Oh, beat the drum slowly and play the fife lowly. May the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die to honor the name of the bard of our mom Oh, beat the drum slowly and play the fife lowly May the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die You're leading me astray Over hills and mountains and to Medicare You're sweeter, stronger, decenter You're spunkier than Tay Oh, whiskey, you're my darling, don't go sober Oh, now, big boys, we're on the march Off to Portugal and Spain The drums are beating, the banners fly The devil at home, we are come tonight Love very well Yes, 
not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me, but my darling, when I think of me. Well, I'm sailing on Yankee Clipper ship, Davy Crockett is her name. And her captain's name, it is Burgess, and they say she's a floating shame. Oh, oh, fare thee well, my own true love. When I return united, we will be. It's not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me, but my darling, when I think of thee. with Burgess once before and I think I know him well if a man's a sailor he will get along and if not then he's sure in hell ho ho fare thee well my own true love when I return united we will be it's not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me but my darling when I think of thee
guns and guns and drums The enemy nearly slew ya Oh darling dear, you look so queer share about it in just a minute but in the meantime i want your feedback what are you doing today while listening to the pub songs podcast what do you remember most from one of my recent shows or from another show you've seen send a written comment along with a picture to mark at markgun.com use the hashtag pub songs in the subject of your email or in your social media post or post a comment along with your review on apple Podcasts. i would love to get more reviews over on apple Podcasts uh, and wherever you listen so go post a review christopher AD posted a picture on Instagram trying to enjoy the weather despite the pollen. He also shared the graphic for show number 175, Celtic Music in the Dark Side of the Pub. Thank you so much for doing that. Of course, I put out a bonus episode last week. I hope you had a chance to listen to that. And I would love to know what you thought of it. If it helped you, inspired you, let me know. A quick bit of news. If you have ever thought about playing the auto harp, I have an auto harp tutorial that is now on YouTube. You can follow a link in the show notes at pubsong.com for show number 177 to uh, watch that tutorial. All right. How America Saved Irish Music Commentary. America Saved Irish Music. That's the premise behind my 2014 album that I recorded with Jamie Hauser. 
Now, when I came up with the title, it was based, of course, on how the Irish saved civilization. And I expected a little bit more of a backlash than I got. I think I had one email from someone saying, oh, duh, blah, 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 blah. You, I can't believe you'd say something like that. They didn't do the blah. You know, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was really hoping for more. I was really hoping that there would be a lot more pushback. But alas, it, it just turned into just a cool album title, not necessarily one that uh, generated any controversy. Uh, but the, the, the premise behind it, I do stand behind. You see, um, I started playing music in 99, and over the years, I've learned a lot about Irish culture and music. Uh, and my friend Jamie Hauser has been, is, was a student of history uh, for, for many years and continues to study history and loves it, <laughs> as you'll find out in a little bit. But uh, we got this idea that basically, I got this idea that, that, that the Irish were pretty much forced out of Ireland, obviously. The Irish diaspora, they went all over the globe. But it is that diaspora that preserved Irish music. If it hadn't been for that, that the diaspora, I don't, I don't know how well Irish music would have survived because, uh, well, basically the, the culture was being knocked to pieces back in the, uh, the 1900s by the sixties. Uh, I think it was the fifties and sixties. It was the, the rise of the Clancy brothers. And then along comes the the uh, uh, chieftains and the Dubliners and others. But, uh, you know, the Clancy brothers who started saying, hey, we're singing Irish songs, Irish songs from from Ireland, not just Irish songs, songs from Ireland. Because you have, of course, Bing Crosby, who was singing Irish songs on the radio uh, and making Irish culture a little bit more uh, open and welcoming uh, to the world. But I think it was the Clancy brothers who ultimately did the, the biggest change. You know, obviously it was, it was rooted around the, uh, their popularity, I think was largely rooted around the, their, the IRA, you know, raising money for the IRA. I don't know if they were necessarily doing that intentionally or if they were just became a, a part of that culture. Nevertheless, uh, their music really popularized uh, Irish music and got people thinking about it again. Now that's, that's the, that's the basic idea. But one of the things that I've noticed over the years, you know, when you think of Irish music, one of the things you think about, think about a lot is jigs and reels. And those are the, 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 the base of Irish music. But one of the things that I noticed years ago that really strange, every time I was listening to a guitarist playing, uh, Irish music, I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is like total. they're playing rock guitar. They're not playing uh, Irish guitar. Yes, it might have turned into Irish guitar, but it was basically rock and roll guitar underneath a reel and a jig. And I think, you know, some of the most popular bands that I hear these days, uh, they're all doing rock music underneath a guitar, which is very... Uh, appealing, obviously, uh, uh, there's an underlying appeal to every American, certainly, and uh, others around the world, because rock and roll was, was like for the longest time the number one music. I don't, I understand that hip hop has has uh, made some huge grounds, country as well, but um, but rock was the main focus of a lot of things. So when I when I think of 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 Irish music, how America saved Irish music, I think I credit it a lot to the uh, rock guitar. Um, and of course, when you think about a lot of songs, so we know that a lot of, there's a lot of songs that came from Ireland, m- made it to the U S and became popular here in the U S but there, it apparently happened a lot the other way around. One of the, the most prominent songs that comes to mind was when Johnny comes marching home again, which later became Johnny, I hardly knew you, 
uh, it was uh, the song. The first song was from the American Civil War. The second came after the war, uh, according to the records that are still exist. So basically, you know, again, uh, American music had this great impact on Irish music and culture. Um, and so it's fascinating to look at, at uh, music in that form. So let me tell you a little bit about this album. Uh, so I play auto harp and I sing. Jamie plays a, a bow run and sings. Violin and mandolin provided by Sick. Uh, Katie Hauser provides background vocals. The album was recorded uh, by TJ Barenz at Sir Real Studios in Hammond, Louisiana. And the Guns and Drums logo and graphic design were by Charles David Davis. Uh, back cover by Katie Hauser at the Irish Hunger Memorial in New York City. All this stuff has has meaning for us. So uh, what happened, how this album ultimately came to be is in 2009, I moved to uh, New Orleans. Now, at the time, it was just the start of the Louisiana Renaissance Festival, and I didn't have any gigs lined up. Uh, I don't think I had got, gotten officially invited to perform at, or maybe I did. I can't remember if I was actually officially performing that year at the Louisiana Renaissance Festival or not. I don't think so. But Jamie Hauser, my good friend, was running the wine tasting in at the Louisiana Ren Fair. And she decided at some point, said, hey, you can come play for my group. And, you know, I'll help use some of the money I, I get from for my wine tastings to help pay you. And I was like, brilliant. So I'm, I'm working at the Louisiana Renaissance Festival for the run. And I'm serving as Jamie's background musician for several years before the Louisiana Ren Fair picked me up as a, as a performer for the festival. So that's ultimately how we started playing. But now Jamie loves singing and she loves singing along with me. Uh, she's had, uh, you know, we've been friends since uh, 2002 or three or something like that. Uh, when we first uh, performed at the Broadway Nagian Bards at the Louisiana Ren Fair. And we had so much fun uh, singing together that, uh, you know, we would at some point during the, uh, our time performing for the wine tasting, uh, she started singing back up on some of the songs, some of the songs that actually ended up on this album. Uh, Johnny, I hardly knew you was one of our favorites. Uh, later between the devil and the deep blue sea, she, uh, Jamie was a big fan of jazz and blues, obviously coming from living, from, coming from new Orleans. Um, whiskey or the devil is another one. She really uh, loved when I released that on my happy songs of death album many years back. Uh, what else? Uh, I brought in uh, Who's Gonna Show You Your Pretty Little Foot, the song that I learned from my dad and bluesed up, and she loved that, so she wanted to sing with that. So th that was the basis for uh, our performing. I, I don't remember the year we started, probably about 2013, 12 or 13, we started Guns and Drums and started performing together. Uh, that was the name of our duo, Guns and Drums, and we played at the Painted Badger Pub, uh, for a year or two about the time the album was ready to come out a lot of personal drama hit and uh, we decided to dissolve the guns and drums band which is why the album ultimately ended up being listed as by mark gunn and jamie hauser instead of by guns and drums i think the original uh the original cover of the album actually had the guns and drums and then at the last minute we decided to change it we're going to start this commentary with a storm mccree this is a track that was written by Brian O'Higgins. Uh, it means treasure of my heart. 
And it is one of the immigration songs. The big focus of this album was uh, the Irish diaspora, the immigration and songs that have crossed the pond one way or the other. Here's A Storm McCree, sung by Jamie with background vocals by Katie Hauser. Oh, Storm McCree, when you're far away from the home that you'll soon be leaving. It's many a time by night and by day when your heart will be sorely grieving. The stranger's land may be bright and fair, rich in its treasures, remember where or when I learned Star of the County Down, but I love the song. It's been a favorite, but when I when I finally, with the recording that it was done here, I was super excited to uh, lay down because I had worked out this, this auto harp part um, where I'm picking out a little bit of the melody and just giving it uh, this driving rhythm. And it's, it's fun. It's a, one of my favorite songs to start a show with uh, just because it's got high energy upbeat fun song to uh, sing and play and of course uh, Jamie plays Balron and provides background vocals uh, this violin is provided by sick this is a friend Jamie met at the Texas Renaissance Festival I believe and he just he guy just he's incredible <laughs> he's a fantastic uh, uh, fiddle player so here's star of the county down. To Pembridge Town in the county he down one morning last July. Down a boring green came a sweet Colleen and she smiled as she passed me by. Well, she looked so sweet from her two bare feet, the sheen of her nut brown hair. Such 
to coat the elf Sure I shook myself to make sure I was really there Who can't we pay up to Teddy K And go away to Dublin town No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen That a man to count the down As she onward sped Sure I shook my head And they looked with the feeling rare Says I to a passerby Who's the maid with the nut brown hair Well he smiled at me And with pride says he At the gem of old Ireland's crown She's young with Rosie McCann On the banks of the band She's the star of the county down From Pantry Bay up to Derry Cake And from Galway to Dublin Town Oh, maid I've seen Like sweet Colleen time I thought Gypsy Rover was a traditional song. And if you listen to Raggle Taggle Gypsy, the story is basically the same. But from what I understand, Leo McGuire penned the, at least the melody and uh, repenned the lyrics. But that gets lost a bit in folk history. I think he was performed on the radio in Ireland for a few years. Um, singing this song among others. I learned the song from Zoe Alexander, who was an American singer of Scottish songs. She had an album out before she passed away. And of course, I met her at the Excalibur Fantasy Fair, which was my very first 
Renaissance Festival. And in this particular version, now I played it with the Brabenangian Bards, but in this version, I was working out this rhythm. Now, I love what I worked out. I love how it came out. Jamie, Jamie and I love singing this song together as well, as you'll hear. But one of the problems that I figured out somewhere around uh, two, that must have been about 2010, I think. I think that's when I must have gotten hired by the Louisiana Renaissance Festival because I remember playing on the Queen stage at the festival, uh, singing this song and trying to teach people how to sing along. And ah dee do, if you're singing it straight, ah dee do, ah dee do, die day. It works out great because it's a it's a known song. It's an easy rhythm. But if you're singing, you know, all of a sudden it throws people off. So for people who are learning it from me, it, it worked out pretty well. But I, I pretty much tossed it from my pub song sets because it just wasn't a good sing along song at that point in time. Here's Gypsy Rover. Down through the valley so shady He whistled and he sang till the green woods rang And he won the heart of a lady Wadi-doo, wadi-doo, da-hee-day Wadi-doo, wadi-day He whistled and he sang till the green woods rang And he won the heart of a lady Her father's castle gate She left her own fine lover She left her servants and she left her state To follow her gypsy rover Wadi-do, wadi-do, da-hey-day Wadi-do, wadi-day He whistled and he sang till the green woods rang the heart of a lady. Her father saddled up his fastest steed and roamed the valleys all over. He sought his daughter at great speed and the whistling gypsy hero. Shall stay till my dying day with my 
heart of a lady. Now, the next two songs are what inspired this album coming together, period. Uh, they're songs that Jamie Hauser wrote. Uh, she wrote the lyrics and I wrote the melody. I did an interview with Jamie for a podcast that I started called Celtic Interviews a number of years back. And the podcast is no longer available, but the interview, well, I still have it. So I thought I would go ahead and share that here. He Never had no land we found, but only death. We were the yellow jack. The yellow jack, one day you're up the next, you're in your grave down New Basin Canal. We're called for us six miles of pain. Hey, The boss called up and down the line for men to bear away. A man who fell hundreds a day shook like a mayo gale. To few the word to dig the trench, to few to bear away. Hey, Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Welcome to my home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are in uh, in her home during the Louisiana Renaissance Festival and uh, taking a moment away from the fair to to talk about this. But, you know, this is really where that whole you know album took its genesis. It was just you and me talking over many, many uh, hours. And, and 
in you know, New Orleans fun. and yeah. and here and and. Well, you know, I think you know, and a lot of this, yeah, a lot of this album really has to do with the fact that um, New Orleans has a, an enormous um, Irish uh, heritage, and it's just now really starting to be recognized, other than the Irish, you know, St. Patrick's Day parade. So, you know, this was a, a deep interest to me. I, you know, as a historian, um, I've done a lot of research in this stuff, and and a really being able to apply the musical element to this was was fascinating for me. Before we get to the to the album, I want to tell me a little bit about your history. You mentioned history, but you have a long history in New Orleans. So <laughs> I, tell me a little about it. I do actually. I'm German Irish, which is a very traditional um, sort of mix in New Orleans because a lot of Germans came here from in 1848, and they were all Catholics um, because they came out of Bavaria, which my family came from, or part of my family. Then the other part of my family came from Ireland, probably um, you know as a result of the potato famine, some of them before that. Um, you know, a lot of them were County Mayo. And so, you know, the Irish girls and boys and the German girls and boys who were Catholic, actually from Bavaria, they met and married. Uh, and so it's a very, very common uh, sort of a mix in, in New Orleans. Um, and so I think that, that uh, the love of that and, you know, the fact that we really are, Laura Kelly has just done a spectacular new book about the Irish in New Orleans. Um, you know, just having read about the Irish experience in, in uh, the United States in general. Um, in fact, one of our songs, uh, Leaving of Liverpool, I think touched on that. The fact that so many people from New Orleans, um, you know, came from Liverpool because it was the cheapest way to get to um, to, to the United States. So the Irish would go to Liverpool and then ride the cotton ships back to New Orleans. And so that's how they wound up here. Plus, I think our Catholic um, heritage in New Orleans had a lot to do with that. So, yeah, this has been fascinating. Everything from, you know, the truly, you know, truly scholarly texts about uh, the immigration experience. I mean, there was Kirby Miller's Ireland and the Irish Exodus to North America. Thomas Gallagher wrote a really cool book called uh, Patty's Lament um, about the whole diaspora, situ you know, experience and situation. So that all fascinated me. And then, you know, as you know, I had a unique experience driving home one night from uh, an Irish Cayley at uh, Deutsch's house in New Orleans, where, you know, really gave me the inspiration for one of our songs. And which, which songs? Yeah. Oh, you know, Men of New Basin Canal, like the, the one that you wrote the music yeah, yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew which one, actually, but I just thought you could, you know, tell them about Well, thank you. Men of New Basin Canal. And Men of New Basin Canal was really about the, uh, the estimates are anywhere from 10,000 to 30,000 Irishmen died digging the canal in the 1830s. And the reason why they used Irish navvies or Irish uh, laborers is because they were expendable. I mean, essentially, the Irish um, were, were more economically feasible to use than slaves in building this canal that went between the Mississippi River and Lake Pontchartrain. And so it was very, you know, important economic uh, stimulus for the city of New Orleans. But unfortunately, up to 30,000 Irishmen died building it. So... Um, driving home from this Cayley, uh, and I just, you know, because the, 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 the New Orleans Pontchartrain Expressway, which is part of I-10, it follows that, that, that route. And so, um, as a consequence, I got home and I just couldn't stop thinking about the fact that there were probably 30,000 Irishmen buried along that route because they buried them where they fell. Uh, you know, there were, during the yellow fever epidemics, I'm sorry, I should have explained this earlier, but these men died because of the yellow fever epidemics in New Orleans, uh, in the 1830s. And when they fell, they were carried off to a nearby a pit and, you know, and basically mass buried. And, of course, yellow fever is very predominant in swampy, marshy uh, yeah, <laughs> areas. Yeah, uh, which, is, again, is why you, they tended not to use uh, valuable property, um, uh, otherwise known as slaves, to, to do this building. 
So, you know, the, uh, but, it, you know, in the song, I think that the thing that you took out of it, and I think that I, that I really valued was the notion that, uh, you know, that, but uh, we didn't just lie there, you know, basically the Irish came to be very powerful in New Orleans in terms of politics and, and um, uh, leadership. And, and so uh, th there's a really strong proponent or a strong element of this that, that really speaks to my hometown, New Orleans, um, very powerfully. So I'm ex very happy that we did that. Now, I think you've told me in the past that you were a history major in, in school. Is that right? I was, in fact, a history major. <laughs> and I still have, you know, have employment. But, uh, you know, so if you ha are a liberal arts major, take take heart in that. So, um, you know, the fact is that, uh, that you know, the, the history of anything is important to me. Um, and in this particular case, it was particularly important because of my heritage. So, so many of my forebears came from County Mayo. And as you know, when we were there... Uh, back what was 2008 2008 yeah so yeah I went on one of the wonderful yeah. wonderful in uh, Celtic invasions that Mark leads me and my daughter Katie and we went and uh, went over Healy Pass which uh, unfortunately was it was a beautiful beautiful place but it was unfortunately where so many uh, uh, of the famine families uh, fell and died because they couldn't make it over the pass to uh, to County Mayo and down into Westport which is where a lot of people um, shipped out from so, you know, that, that was evocative for me, certainly. Um, and, uh, you know, I think when you join history with, uh, with uh, heritage, it's an extremely powerful impetus. So that was part of what powered my, my love for this album. I love, love, love this album. Now, you, history, you say, uh, was an important part of it. And, and how, how did it affect? you I mean the, the the title and such because I know I know you, you're a voracious reader well yeah you, well you and I both of course read Thomas Cahill's book you know how Irish saved civilization which was uh, you know the, what the the impetus really for this title and this was one of the most enjoyable collaborative experiences of my life I think we worked on this thing for six years um you know just throwing back and forth and finally we decided and I think this is key that it was not critical for us to be 100% historically accurate in what we represented because we brought songs like um, Ivy Slolo, which is a, you know, a, a Provençal famine song into this because of the famine. We brought in, um, you know, certainly some other songs that didn't necessarily have to do specifically with the Irish in, in Louisiana or in America. Um, but I think we, we, we were successful in capturing the, the sensibility, if you will, of uh, of the time and and the temper. I mean, you know, I can't I cannot even imagine like a uh, storm McCree. Can you imagine waving goodbye to your family or your husband and knowing he's going what, across? Tell the me street? about storm McCree. Oh, storm McCree. That's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful song, um, and it's about basically a husband having to leave his family behind in Ireland to go make a living elsewhere, because as you know, um, you know, uh, the, the whole ec economy of Ireland was torn apart uh, by the English, and so they had to go to England to. Uh, uh, let me explain that. I mean, basically because. Uh, of the land requirements. Uh, Ireland is an incredibly rich land with, with great um, agrarian resources, but because the English owned everything, um, the Irish had to leave else to go elsewhere to, to make a living. So here's a, um, this, the song is a, is a wife singing to her husband about him having to leave to make a living and um, hoping that uh, he will come back. So it just tore me up. I mean, I've heard it uh, a number of versions of it. Bonnie Raitz, notably, um, when she was working um, with um, oh, what's the name of the band? Help me. Um, I don't remember. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, you know the, the the most notable of Irish bands, which is escaping me at the moment. But at any rate, Storm McCree, 
Is it, oh, the Chieftains. Uh, Chieftains, there thank you. you. Uh, an incredibly <laughs> beautiful song. And, um, you know, but also we've included, uh, you know, some of the tra transformations of songs that were originally um, Irish. You know, I think the notable one is uh, um, the uh, Bard of Amagh, um and to Streets of Laredo, where the tune was picked up. But then also we've included some other songs that were not, again, necessarily traditionally those that would have belonged you know, in this kind of a thing, um, you know, between the devil and the deep blue sea. I mean, come on, let's fess up. We just like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sing it so well. Together. Yeah, we do. We do. So. But who's going to shoe, you know, your pretty little foot? That is not necessarily technically Irish, but it really speaks to some of the Irish impact on, oh, on American music. When Can I mention my affinity for the notion that, that Irish music really led to some some of it really yeah. informed jazz yeah um specifically in new orleans uh, let me pause you for just a second yes. because uh you know one of the things that i've always loved about jamie is her she loves music and she's knowledgeable about a lot of things and particularly with with a lot of the southern uh, southern blues and you mentioned bonnie Raitt and what, what's her delta blues that yeah, was, yeah. and uh and and, she, and she, there's a lot so you came to this conclusion which was well no it wasn't uh, this or, was not my original thought this was okay. actually a guy named neil cassidy who came up with the notion that the name uh, the, the word of jazz actually was a derivative of the irish tias which is fun so here's but let me set the scene for you so you had these neighborhoods in new orleans notably known as the irish channel where you had people stevedores uh you had irish people and other immigrant people living uh, cheek by jowl with African Americans, and you know it's 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 documented that that uh, there were bands that played that that you know music, and so I can't help but think that Irish Cayley music, you know, where you have an Irish session going on, and you know it goes from musician to musician to musician, helped inform jazz in terms of the way that it's structured. So um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I, I mean, I <laughs> think nothing really, else is a great story. Well, it is a great story, but I <laughs> but think it, there's who knows. Uh, but I think there's there's other people, you know, certainly more knowledgeable than I am who are working on this theory already. I mean, Tulane University has a fabulous jazz archive. And I think that there's some folks um, that are uh, Nick Spitzer from American Roots. I know that he's referenced this a few times. So I think that it's an idea that is powerful and really speaks again to the, you know, and here's an interesting twist on this with our whole national dialogue right now about immigration is thinking through the notion of what where where would we be if the cultural underpinnings of our of our country had not been established by waves of immigrants um so you know i think that it, it's an interesting to think about everything in context and in this particular instance the fact that Irish music was so important to American music overall, I think, is, is where we were really going with the CD. Would you agree, Mark? Well, I got I got a little bit of that as well as the reverse. Well, mine actually, uh, for me, it, it it went back the other way as well because I feel like the American influence on Irish music was just as just as important because because of the you know the laws that the British passed, uh, the Irish music was mm -hmm. to a large degree banned in many places, mm -hmm. and you know it's like the idea of well in Scotland the you know, banning of the playing of the pipes and such, mm -hmm. but even uh, the fiddle and such they they the they were it was there were laws that were mm -hmm. forbidding uh, the people to to play uh, music, and mm -hmm. so uh, when they they left they move to America and American music in the past century has greatly influenced uh, the the 
resurgence of Irish music. Well, I, you know, and you and I years. both had that experience when we were in up in Dublin. It's harder to find Irish music than it is to find country western. You know, I'll never forget uh, sleeping in my bed at the B and B at the Anchor Guest House in Dublin. You know, and and wafting in through the window, did I hear um, trad Irish music? No, it was Johnny Cash. So, <laughs> you know, I think, but at the same time, you know, we can't overlook the notion that. All kinds of music informs other kinds of music. So, you know, I think there's been a definite resurgence. And honestly, I really attribute a lot of this to um, the, the the whole Irish dance movement, too, has really caused a resurgence. River dance. River dance. River dance it's, it's like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, I think that there's uh, the other thing that's kind of a strong or I hope a strong element here is, you know, you, we did a number of songs on here that were that were investing in peace, like Johnny, We Hardly, I Hardly Knew You and you know, um, Mrs. McGraw, you know, yeah. and I think the notion that, uh, that's another undercurrent, I think underpinning that yeah, really definitely. informed this, you know, and, and can I give a shout out to the fabulous people who helped us with this? I mean, TJ yeah. Barrents at, at, um, you know, at the, in the studio who, who, who really was an incredible engineer with this and, um, Dr. Sick, bless his heart. This is a man who's in the most the best fiddle player I've ever heard of. He walked in, listened to a track, and laid down the most amazing music and fiddle background. Also mandolin. He just stepped in and said, what do you want? He said this. <laughs> and then my daughter, of course, Katie, doing backup vocals, um, was wonderful also. So, you know, I think that, I hope people enjoy this 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 album for what it's meant to be, which is a, a you know, cert, certainly music, a great music, and, and Mark is one of the most fabulous musicians you'll ever work with. Um, but the other piece of this really is the fact that we all are immigrants in some some way and um you know we find our culture where we need to find it and uh in new orleans in particular the irish culture took root and grew and informed the city and you know the, people like margaret horry who, who who was an amazing woman she landed she was penniless established three or four orphanages um in the city and, and is that the last who uh has a little statue yes yeah. yes yes yes, <laughs> the, uh, yes statue down on what is that street I don't know. it's on uh camp street camp and street, you yeah. know we really need to to think about having somebody do an irish tour in new orleans because i yeah. think it would be in, they probably already do yeah. but you know and and really acknowledging the link here between those two cultures which has been so so important i think over the years you know i've had the good fortune to to visit ireland uh more than once and so the Irish, unfortunately, have a really good sense of, of what it's like to be a defeated people and to have to live under the yoke. And certainly New Orleans shared some of that uh, post-Civil War. And don't get me wrong, I'm, you know, you know I'm, I'm not at all in any way, shape, or form uh, opposed to, to, uh, to the things that happen after a war that, that this need to happen. But the, the bottom line is that, that we all have um, cultural and um, uh, other forces that divide us. And, you know, let's take a lesson here and let's learn how to unify them. And, yeah. and I think that's together. one of the great things about just America. And, right. You know, I, was it Chuck that picked the cover? Or oh, geez, yeah. Did, no, that, no, I'm sorry. Did you I pick picked the cover? That, I did pick, pick that you, cover. Okay. Yeah, no, let me uh, give a nod to Chuck Davis, who's our wonderful graphic artist. Yeah, he's, he's done, I think, all of our and CDs. Yeah, you were researching a lot for trying to. She I found was, this great, uh, great little uh, old picture. Was this a... It's an old, you know, illustration from a, a newspaper back in the 19th century. And the fact is that, that this actually shows them, you know, arriving in New York because it's got the, the yeah. you know, the, the Statue of Liberty there. But, you know, this cover, the, the thing really needed to evoke that whole notion of, of immigrant. And right. uh, I think that really did it. 
you know, very powerfully. I think that, um, you know, the other thing that for, for me that is really important about this is the fact that, um, you know, we have to think about how do we merge culture. And I think that this is a great example of that. Um, and, you know, as an historian, I also appeal to people to look at history to inform us now in terms of how we need to behave in these very trying times. Um, and divisiveness is never the answer. Um, yeah. So the merger of culture and, um, you know, the the love of music um, can make so much of a difference. I think that's a... Uh... Uh, your epitaph. (laughs) Hey, wait, Mark. (laughs) No, I mean, and a beautiful, it's it's one of the things that I, again, that I love about you is that your ability to recognize the, I mean, this whole album concept was, it was tough for me. Mm -hmm. You know, do I, do I just do a compilation of immigrant songs or do, or do we turn it into something much more? And I I feel like we, we successfully did that. We, we, we created an album that was, that was, uh, it's bigger than just just an album. Well, but you know, Mark, you make a habit of doing that. I mean, you've integrated all kinds of things, like love of cats and <laughs> and love of uh, you know, um, let's see what else, uh, Firefly and uh, uh, love of a lot of things. But I think that the, the that's integrative spirit. I mean, you you heard me, you listened to me about this kind of stuff, and I think that's you know, having a partner. Well, we had a lot of good partner. talks over we oysters. Did. So. <laughs> but you know, having the opportunity to work with somebody who really gets it, you know, and can understand yeah. and can understand why I wanted to throw a 13th century song from France on this this CD, you know, it didn't didn't make a whole lot of sense intellectually, but you know, to me, it, it certainly did. So, yeah. this thing was an absolute work of of, of love, and and passion, and um, you know, I think that that's what really drove us. To, to want to work on this together. So yeah. it, it was something that um, acknowledged our roots. And yours too. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I think that that all of that came together to really create a, 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 a work that uh, I'm proud of. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. Cool. So. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. Hey, how do what, do people look for you? I don't. We didn't talk about what you do um, outside of <laughs> music, but uh, tell me a little oh, about geez. who you are and what you do, really. Well, quick, so I'm, we can, I'm a healthcare consultant. I've been in, involved in healthcare for 35 years, but I'm currently being able to follow my passion uh, specifically <laughs> because I, I worked as a COO in, in hospitals and stuff. But uh, I've worked in women's healthcare for a long time, and right now I'm working with birth centers. And birth centers, for those of you who don't know what they are, they're places where you can go to have a, um, a, a birth experience. It's more like having a home birth, but with the safety of having trained people around you with midwives and, and other people who can provide you with the kind of birth experience you want. A lot of support for breastfeeding, uh, other kinds of things. I'm helping the Louisiana Breastfeeding Coalition with its... Uh, uh, with the strategic plan. I'm also, I've just been elected to be a commissioner of the Commission on Accreditation of Birth oh, Centers cool. nationally. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. So, you know, uh, child, having babies and, and Irish music, too. <laughs> <laughs> that works rather well, doesn't it? <laughs> At any rate, uh, you know, love the work that I'm able to do and love the capacity that I have for making change in the world and, uh, I, you know, and, and uh, bring it, making That's families, to, you awesome. know, have the birth experience that they really want. Because, you know, uh, birth experience shapes a family, not just the baby. So, you know, when fa- parents can go home feeling that they're happy and healthy and have done well with, you know, have the capacity to take care of this this uh, critter that uh, has landed in their lives, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, almost as much fun as Irish music. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. My pleasure. I really appreciate you. All right. Slancha. Michael, please don't go today. Your 
you're shaking like a leaf We will make do a storm our own We will make do somehow I've washing in, I can do more Just don't go back, I pray It's death, my darling, one I know It's death in that new canal I pray in holy Bridget's name I pray God help us all Need their father here My babies need you so Please don't go back I know that you will fall If you I can find work I'll sew and wash Till bloody my fingers are Just don't go back Oh storm my room It's death in that new canal I pray In holy Bridget's name I pray Oh, Michael, love, I cannot live without you, dearest heart Find other work, I care not what, find anything but that I cannot bear to see you fall like friends before have done Too many widows made too young, it's death in that new God help us all I pray In holy Bridget's name I pray God help us all So the next song is Ivy Zolo and or it's been called I Saw the Wolf, the Fox, the Hare It's an old Occitan song which is the language of the troubadours that was spoken in southern France parts of Spain and Italy um I was looking at a website and says some, some sources believe the fox, the wolf, the fox and the hare represent the king, lord and church, all authorities who collect taxes, leaving nothing for the peasants. Now, Jamie learned this song from Owen Fife, I believe, very popular folk singer at Renaissance festivals. And he did a lot of really old songs and was very period, one of the few period musicians out there. So Jamie comes along, though, and she loves singing this song, but me wanting to jazz up and use some this new music style that I'm working out on my auto harp, uh, picking out these uh, rhythm, um, I jazz it up. She started singing. She sh- taught me the lyrics. We started combining the, uh, the traditional lyrics and the English lyrics together, and thus was born this song, which is one of a favorite from my daughters. <laughs> They love hearing us sing this song. Here's Ivisolo. I saw the wolf and the fox dancing. I saw the wolf, the fox and the hare. I saw the wolf and the fox dancing. All three circled around the tree. 
tree Circled around the sprouting bush Aquí trimando toda la nada Perseguenar yo Jesús Aquí trimando toda la nada Perseguenar yo Jesús Frente en su mesada Ha visto lo traditional folk song looks like it's round number 2146 and it's all about a man who's basically tricked and sentenced to transportation to Australia which was really common in the 19th century uh, in from during the British Empire they would send folks off to uh, Australia now of course my version once again I'm working on this new rhythm style and I love singing with Jamie so these are the things that I worked out I recorded this also on my album, The Bridge. Since Jamie and I were making a CD together, we decided to add this one in once again. It's very similar to that version, but I don't believe Jamie sang on, on that one. Nevertheless, here's Black Velvet Band. Her eyes shone like the diamond You think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up Black Velvet Band In a neat little town They called Belfast A prince in trade I was bound And many's the hour of sweet happiness I spent in the neat little town Till a sad misfortune befell me That caused me to stray from the land Far away from your friends and relations that follow the Black Velvet Band Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond You think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up with the Black Velvet Band As I was strolling down Broadway I tend to go very far I met with a frolicsome damsel Applying her trade in a bar Well, a watch she took 
from a customer and she slipped it right into my hand and the watch came and put me in prison bad luck the black velvet pen yes her eyes they shone like the diamond you think she was queen of the land and her hair hung over her shoulder tied up the black velvet pen Before judge and jury next morning For trial I had to appear And the judge, she said, my young fellow The case against you is quite clear Well, seven long years is your sentence You're going to Van Diemen's land Far away from your friends and relations To follow the black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band So come all you jolly young fellows I'll have you take warning by me If you're ever out on the liquor, me boys Beware the pretty Colleen Push to fill you with whiskey and porter Until you're not able to stand And the very next thing that you'll know me lads Is you landed in Van Diemen's land Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond You think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shown like the diamond she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black of it man Tied up the black of it man Years ago, I was wanting to write a good sea shanty. And the problem is I'm not, I'm not a very dedicated songwriter. I've been working on this for all my entire life, uh, but it's, it's tough. It's tough to do. And especially in this case, I don't know anything about the ocean. Uh, very little. I had some experience sailing a boat in Hawaii, but uh, I took a, a class one summer with my parents when I was living with my parents. Here I was trying to write a sea shanty and since I'm a lazy songwriter, I went to Wikipedia and started looking for phrases, nautical phrases, I think it was the, the search term. And lo and behold, I came across this, this phrase, between the devil and the deep blue sea. And it is a, an idiom meaning a dilemma to choose between two undesirable situations, equivalent to between a rock and a hard place. Lo and behold, I went searching to see if anyone else had written a song about this, and there had been one. In fact, I found one with George Harrison singing this song. So I uh, decided I was going to attempt to learn it and I realized the chords actually worked. I could work this out. And so thus it was written. Uh, the song was written by Harold Arlen and Ted Kohler. Here's Between the Devil and Deep Blue Sea. Me in between the devil and the 
They have the same melody. I knew the streets of Laredo growing up. And in fact, my, my stepmom used to sing a, a, a she, she reminded me, I think it was the, the Smothers Brothers. They had versions. She sang their version occasionally to me, which was, as I walked out in the streets of Laredo, as I walked out in Laredo one day, I spied a young cowboy all wrapped in white linen, all wrapped in white linen and cold as the day. Great. Whatever. Uh, I can see by your outfit that you are a cowboy. You can see by my outfit that I'm a cowboy too. You can see by our outfits that we are both cowboys. So if you get an outfit, you can be a cowboy too. So I always loved it. Uh, the song, it was really cool. It's actually one of the first songs also that I, I learned with the auto harp because again, very simple chords, three, four time. I didn't, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Now, Jamie uh, had grew up a little bit more with Irish culture than I did. And Bart of Armagh was a song that she was more familiar with. So we decided to pair those two, two together, singing one verse and the other back and forth. And I think it came out really nice. You tell me. Here's Streets of Laredo and Bart of Armagh. Oh, listen to the tale of a poor Irish hunter. Score not the strains of his old withered hand. Or remember these fingers they once could Raise up the memory of his dear native land As I walked out in the streets of Laredo As I walked out in Laredo one day I spied a young cowboy wrapped up in white linen All wrapped in white linen and cold as the clay Oh, beat the drum slowly and play the pipe lowly Play the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die To honor the name of 
the part of our mom At a fair or a wake I could twist me shillelagh a jig with me brogues bound with straw And all the pretty Colleen's around me Assembled the Philum Brady The bard of our mom T'was once in the saddle I used to go dashing Once in the saddle I used to go gay First to the card house And then to the dram house Shot in the chest and I'm dying today Oh, beat the drum slowly and Lowly, play the death march as you carry me along. Take me to the green valley and lay the sod on me. For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die. To honor the name of the bard of our mom. And when Sergeant Death with his cold arms embrace me, lull me to sleep with sweet Erin go bra. By the side of my Kathleen, my young wife will place me Forget Philem Brady, the bard of our mom Go fetch me some water, a cool drink of water To cool my parched lips, the cowboy then said Before I returned, his spirit had left him Gone to his maker, the cowboy was dead Oh, beat the drum slowly and play the fife lowly May the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy and I know I must die To honor the name of the bard of our mom Oh, beat the drum slowly and play the fife lowly May the death march as you carry me along Take me to the green valley and lay the sod o'er me Whiskey or the Devil is another track that I don't remember exactly where I learned it. I know I recorded it for my album, Happy Songs of Death. That's one of the reasons why Jamie decided we should sing it together. Uh, she was the impetus for that because I honestly, my first version I, I liked, but there's I always felt there was something, something missing. And uh, certainly I love hearing Jamie's voice with this. I don't know if it's my still my favorite recording, yeah, it was a fun song to sing. I think it was the Clancy's and Tommy Makem who popularized it. Now, I did find a reference that says Jerry Barrington wrote and composed the song in 1873. A lot of the events, I understand from Jamie, had to do with a war. I think maybe a French war, but I'm not entirely certain about that. Here's Whiskey or the Devil. Whiskey or the Devil, you're leading me astray. Over hills and mountains and to America, you're sweeter, stronger, decenter, you're spunkier than Tay. Oh, whiskey, you're my darling, don't go sober. Oh, now, brave boys, we're on the march off the Portugal and Spain. The drums are beating, the banners fly, the devil at home, we are come tonight. Love very well. Sweet and stronger, 
Probably my favorite uh, folks, American folk song that I grew up with that is turned out on this album is Who's Gonna Shoe Your Pretty Little Foot? My dad used to sing this song to me. It was a little bit different. Um, I added a little bit of blues and, er, to this, this little um, uh, blues riff to perform the song and, and really liked how it came out, which is one of the reasons I started singing it. But I loved singing it. Jamie uh, added a awesome part which worked you know against mine us going back and forth once again one of the great things about having another singer is that you can go the back and forth back and forth and i loved uh doing that with her one of these days i need to actually write songs like that um but i am starting to expand my mind to doing duets and i'm gonna try to think about that in the future so Here's hoping I can pull that off. Meantime, here's who's going to shoot your little foot. Oh, and check out the the bluesy oomph from my voice uh, at the end. I love it. <laughs> who's going to shoot your little foot? And who's going to glove your hand? Who's going to kiss your red ruby lips? And who's going to be your man? Gonna be your man. Who's gonna kiss your red ruby lips? Who's gonna be your man? Papa's gonna shoot my pretty little foot, and Mama's gonna glove my hand. Sister's gonna kiss my red ruby lips, and I don't need a man. I don't need.
Mrs. McGraw, it is a song that uh, Jamie found, and I've heard different versions, My Son John and uh, some others, um, but it is a, a folk song from the 19th century set during the Peninsula Wars and tells the story of, of a woman whose son enters the British Army and returns years later having lost legs in a cannonball while fighting against Napoleon, presumably at the Battle of Fuentes de Onoro, I believe it is. I'm reading this off of Wikipedia course it is very much in the same similar lines as johnny i hardly knew you coming up in a bit again the the tragedies of war that can occur once again sick is on uh, the violin jamie leads the vocals and i'm uh, provide a little backup on with auto harp and voice mrs mcgraw the captain said would you like to make a soldier out of your son, Ted? With a scarlet coat and a big cocked hat, Mrs. McGraw, wouldn't you like that? So Mrs. McGraw lived by the seashore for the space of seven long years or more till she saw a big ship come sailing in Holy Jesus, I think it's him. Oh, Captain dear, where have you been? Have you been out sailing on the Mediterranean? And have you any tidings of my boy Ted? Is he living or is he dead? Up stepped Ted without any legs, and in their place were two wooden pegs. She kissed him a dozen times or two, saying, My son Ted, is it really you? Oh, were you drunk? Or were you blind? When you left your two fine legs behind Or was it out walking upon the sea You wore your two fine legs from the knees away Tooray, fall a little late Tooray, hooray, hooray 
wasn't drunk and I wasn't blind when I left my two fine legs behind. But a cannonball on the 5th of May tore my two fine legs from the knees away. Them two fine legs were your mommy's pride. Them stumps of a tree won't do at all. Why didn't you run from the big cannonball? Tooray, fall a little leg. Tooray, hooray, hooray. Oh, foreign wars, I do proclaim against Don Juan and the King of Spain. I'll make those bastards rue the time they tore the legs from a child of mine. Tooray, fall a little leg. Tooray, hooray, hooray, tooray, fall a little leg. Tooray, hooray, hooray. The leaving of Liverpool, round number ninety-four thirty-five. Folklore is classified as a lyric lament, and it was also used as a sea shanty, especially at the capstan. Interesting. I didn't know that. For me, I don't, again, this is another one of the songs that I don't entirely remember where I, I learned it. I think it was from a, an artist on mp3.com. But I always loved the lyrics, and of course, it fit the the theme of our album, the, these these songs of the Irish diaspora. Liverpool, of course, one of, was one of the places that a lot of Irish immigrated to in England. It was a big shipbuilding location. Now, of course, rhythmically, I'm doing very similar stuff that I I do throughout this album with this, my unique, uh, I guess, thumb lead is what um, Mike Mueller says about it uh, at the California Art of Harp Gathering, this big thumb lead. But it gives it a really cool contemporary feel. And of course, I love, you know, singing. This is actually one of my favorite songs from this album to sing. Uh, I get to punch it out every time and it's so much fun and of course jamie provides gorgeous background vocals for it so here's leaving of liverpool fare thee well to you my own true love my darling fare thee well for a mount for california a place that i know right well so fare thee well my own true I return united we will be It's not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me But my darling when I think of me Well I'm sailing on a Yankee Clipper ship Davy Crockett is her name And her captain's name it is Burgess and they say she's a floating shame Oh, oh, fare thee well, my own true love When I return united we will be It's not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me But my darling, when I think of thee Well, I sailed with Burgess once before, and I think I know him well. If a man's a sailor, he will get along, and if not, then he's sure in hell. Ho, ho, fare thee well, my own true love. When I return united, we will be. It's not the leaving of Liverpool that 
grieves me But my darling, when I think of thee The album finishes up with Johnny I Hardly Knew Ya. The song was first published in London in 1867 and written by Joseph B. Gagan, I think it is pronounced, a prolific English songwriter and successful music hall figure. It was recorded by the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem in 1961. It is another anti-war song. And of course, it was sung to the same tune as Johnny When Johnny Comes Marching Home Again which is how I first found the song. It again encompasses my unique rhythm style on the auto harp, and uh, uh, it's so much fun to sing this song with Jamie. We both belted out. We, we work well naturally as we sing. I, I think, you know, even when we're improving, uh, you know, taking any old song, we just, <laughs> the vocals just come out. You know, I credit Jamie with that because she is the, she does the harmonies, and she's really good at hitting those harmonies. It's absolutely beautiful. Once again, I think Jamie hits it out of the ballpark to finish up this song. Um, just awesome. Here's Johnny I Hardly Knew Ya. While on the road, sweet While on the road, sweet while on the road, a sweet thigh sticking me hand in a drop in me eye, a doleful damsel I heard cry. Johnny, I hardly knew ya. With your drums and guns and guns and drums, haru, haru. Drums and guns and guns and drums, haru, haru. Your drums and guns and guns and drums, the enemy nearly slew ya. Oh, darling dear, you look so queer. The eyes that look so mild, haru, haru. Where are the eyes that look so mild when my poor heart you first beguiled? Why did you run off from me as a child? Johnny, I hardly knew ya. With your drums and guns and guns and drums, haru, haru. Your drums and guns and guns and drums, haru, haru. Your drums and guns and guns and drums, the enemy nearly slew ya. Oh, darling, dear, you look so queer. Johnny, I hardly knew ya. 
which you run, Haru, Haru. Where are the legs with which you run, Haru, Haru? Where are the legs with which you run when first you learn to carry a gun? Indeed, your dancing days are done. Johnny, I hardly knew ya. With your drums and guns and guns and drums, Haru, Haru. And drums, haru, haru. The drums and guns and guns and drums in a nearly slew ya. Yeah. Oh, darling dear, you look so queer. Honey, I hardly knew ya. commentary as well as the music from the entire album a couple notes before we go first upcoming shows every wednesday at 11 a.m i am doing coffee with the kelt father on youtube it's a live streaming concert and of course i'm gonna be having some saint patrick's day shows uh, coming soon so stay tuned for that a kelt father live exclusive it happens this thursday february 21st tickets are 15 dollars per person or free if you are a heroic patron. And of course, as a heroic patron, you're not only going to get access to uh, some exclusive concerts, internet concerts in the evening. I don't do many of those. Um, most of them are in <laughs> the Coffee with the Kelt Father shows. But you're also going to get a physical CD called Heroes. And it is something special that I'm putting together. It's a lot of my favorite songs to sing. And it's only going to be available to people who are heroic patrons on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Mark Gun Music. And for just $10 per month, you can support my music and you also get this free album. So you can cancel at any time, though I hope you will stick around as long as you possibly can. Nevertheless, it's gonna, it's a fun album and I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, this Saturday, February 23rd, is my show at Brennan's Irish Pub. At 7.30 p.m., there is a cover charge. And, of course, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to be with Kilted Kings at the Hangout in Gulf Shores, Alabama. 
So it's on the beach. Come, come join us. But the Pub Songs podcast is listener supported. Your generous pledge of as little as one dollar or more per month allows me to create music and podcasts for your enjoyment. And this is all over on Patreon. If you enjoy visiting the pub, please join the Gunrunners Club. You'll get episodes before regular listeners, free albums, videos, and lots more. Go to markgun.net to join the Gunrunners Club today. That'll take you straight over to Patreon. I hope you enjoyed this show. If you did, then support me. You can also follow me on Spotify. And you can also follow the Selkie Girls over on Spotify because they're going to close out this show. This is from their album, Parting Glass. This is The Parting Glass. Here's the Selkie Girls. Thanks for listening. Slancha. Of all the money that I had, I spent it in good company. And of all the harm that I've done, alas, it was to So fill to me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. Of all the comrades. That ere I had They're sorry for My going away And all the sweethearts That ere I had They would wish me One more day to stay But since it falls Unto my love
Thank you for listening. The Pub Songs Podcast is produced by Mark Gunn. If you enjoyed this episode, please support the musicians who support this podcast. Buy their music, then share the show. Special thanks to all of my patrons in the Gunrunners Club. Would you like five of my MP3s for free, plus get regular updates of what's new? Subscribe to this podcast and my newsletter at pubsong.net. <laughs>